fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. It's my weight loss journey, as I was reminded in the comments pre-show. And this is Cheryl Nasso. She's my nutrition coach. We're going to get down to some health stuff um, that has happened since I've been with Wild Health now for three weeks or so. Um, but what I wanted to start with is uh, we have new t-shirt designs that we are using for semifinals and the games. And so I wanted to just share those with you and see if there's any interest because we believe that you guys are as much a part of the show as we are. And if you want to be a part of the Clydesdale crew, uh, I wanted to show you the design. This is more of a professional design um, for the semifinal and games season. Um, but I'm going to share that real quick. And then we're going to do some fun stuff after the season. So here is the front of the shirt uh, that will be used uh, for semifinals and the games. And the back of the shirt is going to be that graphic. I like it. So um, haven't picked out the shirt colors yet or anything like that, but um, getting the final vector files tonight um, on these two designs. Um, super excited about it. We're going to have a pretty cool crew. Cheryl is joining us in Orlando. Um, and we're going to cover the event uh, to the best of our ability, plus do a little documentary on Carolyn Prevo in Orlando. We have five athletes we're going to do a combined documentary of in, in Pasadena, as well as cover the event there as well. And um, I think I just added a photographer today to the Orlando crew, as long as we get her approved for her credentials. So super stoked about that. Um, wanted to sh shoot that out there. We'll talk more about the shirts in the coming week. Um, but yeah, just wanted to let you guys know that. Hey, hey, I like it. I like the shirts. I'm excited for that, Scott. It's going to be fun. And I am, I have a dentist appointment. Stupid. I had to get a crown on my tooth. Okay. So my tooth is now worth like $3,000 essentially. And I have to pick it up on Thursday morning, but I'm trying to get them to let me pick it up on Wednesday. And that's the plan. So I can come, come on Wednesday because I want to be there and be prepared. And I'm just excited to kind of get to do some media work because I was going to, I was going to actually do CrossFit. I actually had applied to do it for them. So I'm like happy to be working with you with this. So anyways, that's coming a couple of weeks. Let's talk about what's going on now. Um, okay. Before we go into, because I am, so just so you know, guys, I get so geeked out by lab work. I, I am not a doctor, but I love as a nutrition coach, there is so much that I have learned about the lab work and, and the connection between weight and, and biofeedback and food and labs. And, and it's just, it's really cool when you can actually be like, okay, now I see what's going on. We can paint the picture. 
However, on Scott's end, is like you get these labs and you're like, what the hell is this? I've never had these problems before. I know what's going on. Um, and you haven't had your talk with your doctor yet. But before we get into that, just some updates. Uh, Scott, it looks like you've been doing pretty well with nutrition and tracking. I love it. And uh, the only thing I'm going to ask about is your, and I'm never, your, your nutrition, like, just so you guys know, like, it's really cool because Scott is actually eating a ton more. Like he's in the 22, 2500 calorie range some days. Your fat intake has been significantly higher on some days. Has that been just a food choice thing or has it been, um, not, never, not every day has it, or have you been hungry? I'm starving. You're starving. Okay. That's a good thing. Did the doctor start you on any medication before we go into your labs? Uh, no. Well, the one, the one we talked about, the one that, that I hate that I'm doing. Okay. And then I've started the supplements that you pointed yep. out for me. Which um, I'm so happy. You did. <laughs> I mean, before I had these labs, I was like, Scott, we got to get you on vitamin D fish oil and some, uh, my a multivitamin. And I'm going to explain why now these aren't going to be, those are not going to like fix it overnight, but um, what I'm seeing in your labs as a nutrition coach, and I'm going to point out to you based on my knowledge, uh, based on what your doctor's going to point out for you. So, well, um, I, I want to point out a couple things, um, is that I am with the fish oil and this always happens and I should know this and that I should have never stopped taking it. Um, I'm peeing like a madman. Like, it's also, the, it's also the vitamins and it's the vitamins too. It's the vitamins. Yeah. Well, probably I didn't get the vitamins till later because the shipping oh. took much longer yeah. on those. And whenever I take fish oil or the omega threes, and this is very new, you got me on a liquid one yep. that I've never done before. It's supposed to be way more absor absorbent. Yep. And um, I can, I am, can tell I'm less puffy. Yeah. Like I, and then, and just so you guys know, when you're talking about supplementation, what I look for, and that's not the only brand that I, I would recommend, but I like that brand particularly because you're looking at the sourcing of the type of fish oil. Are they getting it from wild caught Alaskan salmon? You also want to look at the omega-3. Like, so you'll get, you can go to like Walmart and get like nature's bounty. It'll say a thousand milligrams of, of omega-3s. But when you look at the package, what you guys want to be looking at is the EPA to DHA ratio. And if you've got a thousand milligrams of fish oil, but only 150 milligrams of EPA and hundred milligrams of DHA, that's a very poor source of omega-3s. You want to have a really high EPA to DHA ratio. And the one I recommend is Core Omega, not sponsored by them. First Form is the company that I recommend for a lot of people. They have a great line of, of fish oil, but I just personally think that the Core Omega is way better absorbable. Like you said, it's a liquid form. Um, it doesn't taste bad. Uh, I've had both the orange, the coconut, and I think they have a, I think they have a citrus and orange and a coconut one. I've tried all of them. I, that's what I use personally. I do two, two a day. Um, and the real thing with fish oil guys is we are so exposed to omega sixes and omega nines in our diet. We get plenty of those fatty acids from all of our meats, all of our nuts and seeds. Very rare. Do we have the only place we can really get omega threes from is wild caught salmon or wild caught fish. Uh, grass-fed beef and walnuts a little bit. There's very few places we actually get omega-3s in our diet. And so our ratio, which is supposed to be more like a, I think a four or five to one is more like a 26 to one now in our common day world. And this is something that I remember from years ago, uh, learning from Rob Wolf and the paleo. And that's why he really pushed fish oil for a long time. So not to get off on a tangent on fish oil, but wanted to make sure I educated you on that as well. 
and just so Corey's saying, uh, I I said your remark was you're starving great, probably. <laughs> and then I said I was peeing like a madman, and how do mad people pee? I love it. Uh, and Kenneth has never seen an angry stream or heard one. Well, I feel like I am blowing a hole in the porcelain. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I I know I know that feeling. I literally, I don't know if I I just always have to pee. I think it's because I drink so much water. So, but yeah, it is a good thing that he's starving because it means his metabolism is picking up. So I think that, I think that people are afraid of hunger. Hunger is a good thing. It's a sign of a healthy metabolism. We're going to talk about some things that are going on with your metabolism right now um, and all that stuff. And I don't, I won't get too into the weeds. I don't want to disclose all of your, uh, you know, your medical stuff here, but I know you've already spoken a little bit about it because I was listening to your uh, podcasts the other day. Uh, you mentioned, you talked about the cholesterol. So why don't you fill listeners in on what your biggest concerns were when you saw your labs and what the doctor said? So one, I didn't even figure out how to see the labs until like today. Yeah. So, but the doctor did show them to me as he was like going through it. Um, the biggest concern is the cholesterol. Yeah. I have never ever, I have been historically low on my cholesterol. Um, and that is a family trait, both on my mother and father's side. Um, so seeing a high reading was alarming to me. Now, the doctor pointed out that this is a point in a snapshot in time. And it really, and what a lot of people don't realize is one number doesn't tell you anything. It's the trend that tells a doctor something. Mm -hmm. And so this is just a snapshot. There was some concern there that he wanted to make sure that um, we had, we are ready to address when we have our full meeting in probably three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, he wanted a whole nother panel of, of blood work done yep. with um, an extended piece that we haven't got to yet. Yes. And what um, I'm going to tell you that he's probably going to be, and I, I'll kind of go into my thoughts. Um, so a lot of your lab work I'm looking at here, just to kind of give everybody some background of what I'm seeing here is, uh, you've got and, some, and I do have them up on my computer if we if yeah. we need to share anything. You've got some uh, elevation of liver enzymes. You've got elevated blood sugar levels. You've got elevated cholesterol levels, uh, thyroid dysfunction, um, and elevated creatinine, which, eh, or no, I'm sorry, low creatinine, which, so what I want to explain to you here is what the doctor is likely going to be testing you for is uh, some inflammation markers. Uh, which, because your C-reactive protein is also high, which is a sign of inflammation. And what I want to explain to you guys is about cholesterol is people focus on cholesterol and the re a relationship between cholesterol and dietary fats. And uh, we focus on the blood sugar and, card and, and obviously the food we take in. The problem is, is that those are not really the problem. <laughs> The real problem here that Scott's facing is this low functioning thyroid, your thyroid gland. And in fact, I just did a live training on thyroid. It is the regulator of everything. And your liver particularly is what helps process cholesterol. And so if your thyroid is not working functionally, it's going to affect the liver. If the liver is not working functioning, functioning uh, effectively. It's going to affect your cholesterol. If, if your inflammation markers are up, it's a sign that there might be some inflammation that you're dealing with that might be causing some low thyroid. A lot of people, um, and not saying not diagnosing you with this, 
uh, there's a condition called Hashimoto's thyroiditis, where the, the thyroid is being attacked, not what you likely have, but there is likely some inflammation somewhere and that what you're likely going to hear the doctor say is that by treating the thyroid, the testosterone, the cholesterol, the blood sugar, all of those things will end up getting back into normalcy. The more important thing is like what's caused the thyroid dysfunction. Really, that's the big thing. Well, we don't know. It can be triggered by stress. It can be triggered by under eating sometimes. It can be triggered just like genetically. It could be triggered from inflammation. There's a number of things. And I already know that you likely do have some food sensitivities because of what you're doing, going through with your sinus stuff. You know, I think that you might be dairy sensitive. You might have some sensitivities and things, but it's really all about getting the thyroid optimized right now. Because I think that once you get the thyroid working better, you will see that the cholesterol gets better. The blood sugar gets better and all those things. That's really what I want you to understand that the underlying issue that I think you're dealing with is the thyroid. Um, weird thing though, is, is you don't have a lot of symptoms of somebody with low thyroid, aside from maybe the urination, um, you don't have the dry hair, skin and nails. You don't, you don't ever give me complaints about really low energy. I mean, your sleep is pretty good. Um, you don't have a lot of sensitivities to cold. Do you like cold? You get like cold very easily. No. Yeah. But I do, I do have some dry skin. Yeah. I just have never really said anything. It did. I didn't think of it as a symptom to anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, but so that's, so I think that your thyroid being addressed will fix everything. The thyroid is like, you know, it's like, what is the actual, it's a global issue, but the thyroid is the regulator of everything. If that's not functioning, your cholesterol is going to be off. Your sugar is going to be off. Your everything is going to be off. Uh, my mom is hypothyroid and it's, it's not, you know, so hopefully we'll get that address and it's going to come down to likely I'm, I'm probably going to assume they're probably going to run a more extensive thyroid panel to check you for Hashimoto's probably going to check some inflammation markers to see if you don't have any underlying um, inflammation. Did anybody in your family have any autoimmune conditions? Not that I know of. Yeah, no. just curious. Um, and it could just be a trigger from something like stress. Like we talk about this all the time about how, you know, you run yourself into the ground. I mean, you're li living on how much caffeine for a while, you know, that's all things that people don't realize are hormone disruptors. Those are thyroid disruptors. And I think that people focus so much on the nutrition for weight loss. They don't realize how much just like our lifestyle, our training, our nutrition all play a factor in our overall health as well. We know, we know healthy eating is good for health, but this is where you can actually see it put to work. So wanted to kind of give you hopefully a little bit of an explanation on that. Um, and your doctor will likely go into it much more deep than I will. Yeah. Well, I've known, I, since I've started taking the supplements, the vitamins, like I've noticed a big difference, um, just in mood, how I feel. Um, like I said, less puffy for sure. Um, and, and he also did mention, uh, the inflammation aspect, uh, that he saw in my labs. Um, but you are correct. He wants an expanded panel on thyroid, um, on the next blood draw. So that's where we're going with that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of everything. But what's been crazy is since that point, my weight loss is like plummeted Yeah, in a good way. No, you're, you're at 307.2 today. So we're almost out of the 300s. 
So I'm, I'm really, really happy about that. And if you haven't noticed, you've also been eating a lot more. I mean, calorically, like I said, you're, you're in the, you know, and, and what's cool guys is that, you know, with Scott, like you're the perfect example of how you don't have to be perfect to see results. Like your numbers are never perfect. I think that if you were more consistent with them, your hunger would probably be a little bit more consistent. Um, but that might just be uh, more of like the day. Like for instance, like you had a, a 2,500 calorie day followed by a 1,600 calorie day and then a 2,600 calorie day. So like that, like in frequency might just be, and it's probably because I think you were obviously doing the, uh, you had a semifinals thing this weekend. So that was probably why your calories were so so much lower on side, but that could also be causing that more importantly, that's calorie cycling. So if you average out your calories from the last, you know, seven days, you know, you're probably, you know, still going to be sitting right where you need to be right, right around where my goals are for you, because some days you've been under and some days you've been over and you're seeing that you're seeing results. So I love it. So I have been, I've been hungry pretty consistently, regardless of the calorie intake for the day. Um, Probably on the lower days, I have just been trying to ignore the hunger and I just keep plugging away at what I'm just busy and just plugging away. Um, but yeah, it's been considerably more hungry and it's in it. I don't know if the correlation is the vitamins, but it, it seems to be that's when it kind of started to take off. Well, it could be that things are kind of like functioning a little bit better. So what I would like you to do then if your hunger is getting there is I do want to increase things a little bit, but I want you to really focus on, you know, making sure that you're hitting them every single day to see if that doesn't make the hunger subside. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that for you right now, you're, there's some days that your protein's low, that's going to help you feel more satiated. Um, there's some days like yesterday was a great day. Heck, you got 330 grams of carbs in yesterday and probably good carbs too. So cocoa, Kellogg's cocoa flakes. Ooh, those sound yummy. Um, you're hungry. That's, that's I am starved. Yeah. Uh, let me take a look at your fiber. Fiber looks decent. Uh, if anything, I would tell you that we can also um, nutritionally fiber is also going to be your best friend for what you got going on here too. So I don't want you to, you know, start, but I think that for you optimizing over 30 grams of fiber is on the higher end, but that's right. I want to see you. That's going to help with hunger, but it's also going to help with hormones, thyroid, all that stuff as well. So that just means getting in some more whole grains, which is going to help also increase your protein. It's also going to help with satiation. It's going to help you feel more, you know, get you some carbohydrates in as well. So I'm thinking that you need to be a minimum of 250 carbs. Let's go minimum 250 carbs daily. Um, 80 fat. I even hit like 205 protein. Yeah, you've been like getting other... yeah, that's good. I put 185 minimum. So I'm I'm okay with anywhere from 185 to 225 really on protein. Um, as long as your caloric intake is still staying within a good range of where I have it, we're okay. Like if your if your protein's a little bit higher, your fat's a little bit lower, that's okay. Um, your carbs and your fats, if they're a little off, that's okay. Right now I have you at about a 40, 30, 30. But, you know, you have to go by how you feel. Like we all know, like on a day where we've maybe really crushed it in the gym, we need more carbohydrates. Um, whereas you might the other day, might another day, like not really be as hungry. Um, maybe you just want to eat something more calorically dense. Like uh, maybe you have ribs or something for dinner. That could be a little bit higher fat day. 
They're like, Cheryl, ribs? I haven't ribs in forever. Um, but anything, anything like that would be helpful for you. So I, the calories now are around 2,400. Well, the other thing I've noticed is um, the rosy Joe meals that I've been eating have a little bit more protein in them than I was making for myself. Yeah. So when I weigh it out, it's like an ounce or two more um, of whatever that, that protein is. And so that's naturally getting me a little bit more every meal. Good. I think that's also been a huge help for you for your schedules, not having to worry about cooking like not having to worry right. about shopping and cooking. It's already ready for you. I mean, that's a game changer. Um, so obviously on my end right now, I'm optimizing your nutrition for, you know, not just your weight loss, but also for, you know, this stuff you got going on. So I'm not going to do any removal of foods or anything like that because I want to wait till the doctor does the other lab panel to see if you do have some inflammation markers that we would have to address. But a lot of the things that I would be removing, you've already worked on removing. So how is that going for you? The sinus stuff, the nighttime eating, the foods and all that stuff. Uh, nighttime eating is, is off and on that. That's when I'm really hungry. Like, yep. and do I ignore it or do I have cocoa flakes? Yep. You know, and that's, that's generally when I eat cereal. Yeah, if I'm too. like, if I'm just like dying and need something, that's usually when I just have a bowl of cereal with some milk, um, and maybe sprinkle some protein powder on it. Yeah. Um, just to kind of balance it out. Um, I would like you to switch because of the thyroid and the blood sugar. I would like you to try and you don't have to cut out the cocoa flakes altogether. Um, but if you can mix like half and half with the cocoa flakes and like a higher fiber cereal, like I like the multigrain Cheerios, they're slightly sweetened. Um, they're going to have a little bit more fiber in them, a little bit less sugar in them because you don't want to have like those cocoa flakes are likely going to spike your blood sugar. And if you're having some blood sugar issues, you don't want to be on that medication long-term. Those are the things I want to optimize. So let's look for, I'm okay with you having them or switching to where like you could also do a, buy a box of, cause a lot of times Cheerios are buy one, get one free, at least near me they are. Um, you could buy a box of like the chocolate Cheerios and a box of multigrain Cheerios, mix them together. Um, and that'll get you a little bit more fiber. Uh, that's going to be helpful for your blood sugar. So getting the fiber up is the other thing that I want to really work on. But Cheerios don't have the, the toy inside. <laughs> Do they still put toys in the cereal boxes? No. Oh, no, no, no. I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would, I, so we, we used to get cornflakes, not the chocolate ones, just regular ones. But then you would just take the, the thing of sugar and just douse it all over. So you, and then you go to drink the milk and it's like, you just get the sugar film. Oh man. Back in the day. So yeah, if you could switch your cereal get you some more whole grains in. that's going to be super helpful. Um, I think that's going to be helpful for you. Now this week you have a off the grid vacay plan, correct? Yep. When do you leave? So after this, I'm going to go finish packing and then I have to go meet with Rudy Berger and his wife, Lynette to finish a couple little interview pieces for the documentary that I have, I'm working on from the last weekend. And then as soon as that's done, I'm packing up my car and headed to a cabin in the woods. I love it. I love it. Just make sure you don't like turn it into a horror movie. That's all I think of. Was yeah. that a movie cabin in the woods? Yeah, school, probably old school horror movies. So, um, I know we talked about this. Um, and here's the deal is 
I don't want you to think self-sabotage. I want you to think I honestly have put in a lot of hard work. I don't want to be thinking about my weight loss journey while I'm away celebrating my, my beautiful daughter and her success in school and all the things that she's doing. Um, what is your intent nutritionally while you're away? So I'm actually, I have some Rosie Joe stuff left. Uh, I'm going to pack that up, take it with me. So I have that while I'm there. Um, and that's kind of the plan because I don't really want to cook either while I'm there, but so that way I, it kind of keeps me on track and it's convenient. But what about the hot dogs? I'm doing that. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm, so I have some natural casing, old fashioned hot dogs. Hebrew national. And, uh, no, these are actually like, like farm. Oh, you get the real good stuff. Yeah. The real, the real, real. And, uh, going to cook those over the fire. Good. And doing that one night. Yeah. I love, and so that's why like, okay. So obviously we have semifinals coming up and you know, there's going to be stress about eating while traveling. All right. I, I, this is my thing. I am a memories over macros kind of a coach, meaning that this week is about making memories. If you are not tracking a thing this week and you are just relaxing and enjoying yourself, that is a time to be doing this. It's like when you're, you know, you, you, you don't have to be thinking your food decisions are not based around, is this going to help me lose weight or gain weight? It's no, I'm enjoying it. I'm being moderate. I'm not going to wreck myself. You know, I don't have to overindulge. Um, I personally think that if it were me, I would say, I'm going to, you know, be a little bit relaxed with food this weekend, you know, come back on Sunday, pick up where I left off. Um, but going into the weeks to come, you have to also look at that as well and be like, all right, if this is my like little bit of a, I'm going to be my memories over macros semifinals, you could probably be pretty dialed in. I think that you'll still be okay to be dialed in. In fact, I even mentioned to you, you can even get your Rosie Joe's meals delivered to Orlando if you wanted to and do that if you want. I don't mind you delivering them to my house and you can, I can bring them with me if you feel more comfortable with that. But, um, I think that that's the better approach is to use this weekend to be with your family, not obsess about things. And then, you know, obviously semifinals, we loosely track, we keep you on track, uh, because from there it's, it's like the home stretch. we got a few more months until the games. So I really want to really be able to push. I'd like, I'd love to see you come back after semifinals being like lost under two pounds. Yeah. And I didn't, if you remember, generally I do, right. Yeah. Cause we're, we're moving and shaking the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping to, and I'm definitely going to have the, the meal stuff shipped to Orlando for sure. Good. And good news for you guys is that I can't eat it all in the <laughs> days we're there and I can't take it back on the plane with me. So I'll be sharing. I love, I love, love, love. I am super stoked for semifinals. I just can't tell you. I, I have an athlete that's competing there that I can't wait to meet. And she's been a long-term like mayhem athlete. We've just connected really well and I'm helping her with her nutrition. And so I'm super stoked for her. Um, I just excited to be a part of it. You know, like I, I've, you know, it's hard not competing, but um, I, I just want to be a part of CrossFit. I love it. I'm right now doing my own, right now I'm doing a little bonus series on my podcast of CrossFit kind of going down from, you know, foundation to the upper level of progressions and, just because I want more people to, you know, I just think that so many people walk away from CrossFit. Like, it's like, oh, it's this hard, high intensity thing. I can't handle it. Anybody can handle CrossFit. So tangent back to your journey. So, um, what else, Mr. Scott, how's everything else going for you? Everything else is going great. Um, I love what I do. 
love doing the series we're doing with the semifinal athletes. Yep. Um, we had four, um, the channel, um, with between the copper hopper and Clydesdale media, we had four athletes compete over the weekend. Three out of the four are going on to the CrossFit games. Love it. Um, so that's exciting news. Uh, two teen athletes, um, both of which I think finished. It's hard to know for sure. And everything is unofficial until the penalties are all doled out. But I think both of them finished second. Um, Rudy keeps bouncing between first and second. So I don't know which one that's going to end up being, um, yeah. but it's going to be fun documenting that um, and letting everybody see kind of how that weekend went. Um, so that's fun. And then, gosh, I can't, I can't wait. Semifinals are my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, I like them more than the games. Um, I think it's a more intimate look at the athletes and so many more athletes that you get to meet and discover and see what freak athletes they are. Um, and on top of that, what amazing people they are too. Let's just hope the programming's good. So I know this isn't typically our show, but I, have you heard the rumor that um, Dave Castro was put in a new position? He's back over the, sem the training piece and he is over all programming aspects of CrossFit. Hmm. So not just like games, but dot uh, com, cap, all of that. Well, I do not have confirmation on that yet, but that is a a very strong rumor that is floating around right now. I'm gonna be honest, man. Like I I feel like that's the way it should be. I mean, as I'm diving into, the, I know this, we're going off on a tangent, but whatever. It's it's your podcast. It's your story. Is as I'm doing like a little bit of digging in and, and kind of like reflecting on CrossFit and the foundations and all that stuff. Like, I mean, he's the guy that's been doing it for years and years and years. And, you know, yes, you know, Bob's been there. He's been right by his right hand man, but like, I just feel like it's, it's not felt the same since Dave's been out of it. And I know that every sport has to evolve and I know that we all have to change but you know i just think that even like the masters workouts this past weekend i just think that i think they're kind of getting the shit into the stick and i know you've kind of said a lot of things about that but um you know i just think that i don't know i mean i even think it would have been cool to have i don't know how they would have done this but the masters to have been able to have like a live semi-final somehow which is hard because they have a worldwide ranking system, I believe. Correct? No, they don't. No, they are. Are they regional? Yeah, it's worldwide. It's worldwide. Yes, yeah, so it would have been a little bit harder for that, but you know, it would have been cool to have like a at like at the North Atlantic or the Northeast. Or I'm sorry, the, the East Regional, East Semifinal, or whatever. Just having one, you know, I don't know, but it you would have could been do an East and a West in the in the states. You could do a Europe, or and then everybody else gets an online with so many. Um, spots or even if you just don't even have to do them all together right the right the, uh athletes that are competing out of the northeast or out of the uh america and they're in their age group they go to the age group they go to the semifinal for the individuals but they have their own exhibit there and they do the same workouts as the people that are in europe doing it just like they do for that it, it would have yep. required no what one extra heat it would have been one extra heat at the semifinals Hey, let's get the masters up and do their thing, you know, whatever. So, um, I don't know, but whatever. So my, my thing with Dave, and I haven't said this publicly is 
I love Dave. And I think what Dave brought to the sport is amazing. I do think it's time for CrossFit to evolve a little bit. Like we have to get away from the thought process that we need to go backwards to get better. We need, we need, and, and he may be a part of the future, but the part that I cannot, we cannot allow to happen is the culture of a closed system to come back into this. Right. As one of the salmon that's been fighting upstream because I wasn't there in 2009 as part of the media team fighting to get credentials and fighting to get a spot in this space. Agreed. We can't go back to that cro- closed culture. <laughs> Bless me. As long as that that opens up and and Dave can do the programming and all the things he wants to do, I'm cool with that. But we can't bring along that we're this little club again um, into the future. I agree that that is something that um, needs to be evolved and that it needs to be more all-inclusive. I also think that with that, there should be more, I I know it's the sport of like testing fitness and the unknown, but I think the movement should still be standardized the exact same way every single year. Like they've got to come up with a, basic this is what to expect in the quarterfinals open and not making things different every single year you know like that's just something that now you're not really allowing the athletes to push their fitness because they've been training a certain way now you're throwing something completely new at them and now they have to evolve like on the spot so i think that it would be just be better to have that standardized um and yes there could be new movements that come out but um i think that would be helpful as well personally Well, this is definitely not part of my weight loss journey. No, it's not. We should stop. Sorry, guys. But what it is, what it is, is usually Cheryl and I hit the end broadcast and then we have this conversation privately. Yeah. We We just just decided to do it on the air today. Yeah. No, honestly, it's, it's awesome, guys. I, I agree. It's just hard not to talk about CrossFit. So, um, but yes. So only other thing in my mind, going back to you, Scott, now that you've just, you know, made us feel like I'm going off on a tangent is. Um, I had written down, um, and I think you're doing a good job of this is reminding yourself that whatever labs are you're presented with, whatever stuff you found out, I think people start to get really stressed when they have new things that they find out about themselves, myself included. Um, whereas we have to recognize it's like, before we knew what was going on, we're the same person as now that we know nothing has changed. And it's just kind of staying focused and controlling what you can and letting things happen and not get hung uh, hung up on anything. So that was the only other thing that I really So had. I will let me let me say this is the elephant in the room that I have not said out loud and that is that that my doctor has asked me to go on metformin for a brief amount of time to get my A1C down while my cholesterol is high. Mm-hmm. That is the one part that freaked me out because in right. 2010 when I weighed 500 pounds, I was a diabetic. I was on metformin and I worked my ass off to lose a shit ton of weight so that I was not on metformin. And the goal was to never be on it ever again in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, the let fact me- that that was part of this solution, let, yeah. just let me finish this little rant yeah. and then you can, you can t- talk me down. Just say shut up. Cheryl. Is that, is that I never wanted to go on it again. What the doctor was pointing out to me is it's just a point in time and this is just for your safety and this, we are not talking long-term and it took me 24 to 48 hours to get over that in my head. Yep. Cause I, cause 
one of the issues that I've always had is that I feel like a failure at times. And that is where I go into a depression and that I had fought this off for 13 years. And now it's back in my life. I felt like a failure for a brief amount of time. But since that moment, since I got my head wrapped around it, since I started taking the vitamins, since I started feeling better, and in the same time, the, my weight is dropping faster than it's been dropping in a year um, at this also moment. Been, you've also been tracking your food and doing that just diligently, just getting out of that too, consistently. Right. Like all those things have aligned mm -hmm. at this moment where everything is going so well that now I'm okay with it. Now let's, now it's just data and we're just trying to fix all the issues. Yep. So let me just, I'm going to give you one more thing to think about next time you feel like a failure. Okay. Going back to that person that was 500 pounds on metformin. What was his day like? Um, work, couch, TV. Yep. What'd you eat? R rinse, repeat. What'd you, what was your diet like then? Oh gosh. It's been so long ago. I don't even. What was a typical breakfast? It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. Well, so, one, I probably didn't eat breakfast back then. Probably had a big dinner. Probably had a nice big lunch, probably two lunches. Um, and then I would get home and it'd be a big dinner with a nighttime snack. Yep. Drinking Mountain Dew all day, yep. full octane, full calorie. Okay. So let me ask you this. Did that person need the drug? Yeah, he needed yeah. the wake up call. He needed the wake up call. Okay. Let me ask you this. Common day Scott works out how many times a week? Four to five. Yep. How, how many times do you walk your dog daily? Every day. Every day. Twice a day. How much do you eat breakfast now? I do. Yep. You, you eat pretty regularly. You're consistent with your nutrition. Keep up with healthy yep. eating. Still be moderate. Okay. Do you think that this person is doing all the things he can to be as healthy as he can? Yep. Minus one thing, minus one thing that's not your fault, that you like to work too much. And I'm going to explain why that's causing the blood sugar problems. Okay. The other thing your doctor is likely going to test is your cortisol levels because elevated cortisol also raise your blood sugar. Okay. So when you're under too much stress, cortisol levels go up, blood sugar goes up. So the issue that you're dealing with now is not a factor of you're eating like shit and you're lazy. Okay. It's not you not caring about your body. It's you're caring about your body, but you're also caring about other things in life, like your business, like your job, like your family. And right now you're doing, there's no failure in all of your effort right now. You're putting in all the effort. These are the non-controllables. And so I think once you get the thyroid figured out, get the inflammation markers down, might bring the cortisol down. I think the blood sugar is going to come right back down. I do. I do because you're doing all the things right now from a lifestyle perspective, aside from the stress is the only other thing that we would have to kind of work on a little bit, but even bringing down the caffeine is going to help with that. So I just want you to know that you're doing all the right things right now. You are not that same person. If you were, if you were not doing anything, cause I trust me, I have clients. I got clients like that. Oh, I've got X, Y, Z issue. I'm like, well, what are you doing about it? You tell them how to fix it and they don't want to put the work in. So instead, they're going to wait for the doctor to give them more medication. Okay. You're not that person. So I'm proud of you. That's what I'm going to say. Well, on that note, we're going to call it a day. 
long one and today. With that, we will we will see everyone next time on the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. Yeah.